had a soya latte and it's 8.40. We call it the morning crew. You know, we're like a little family, you know, we're like regulars. You know, we are like a little community. We can help each other out when we can. It's my um, morning stop off before the centre. I work in the cancer centre. I'm a reflexologist, Indian head massage, and I'm a Reiki master teacher. What's your name? Mine is Mark. And how did you decide to train in healing? I had a brain tumour, so it was a massive journey for me. The centre that I work in, they saved me mentally. That guided me on the pathway of uh, the holistic path. I don't see it as a job, it's a passion, I love what I do. When I was journeying my way with cancer and stuff, when I didn't have money, no one had help. So I, I kind of like, you know what, I've got to go off and qualify and I want to become this therapist so I can help people that have got no money. Because I know what it feels like to feel stranded. Like for me, cancer became my best friend. When I embraced it as a friend and as a guest, then it helped me recover. I'll never understand how they're really feeling is because it's their journey. I just hope I can just give empathy and love. I was a professional boxer beforehand, so my hands are completely different, completely different. I like to heal with them now instead of hurting. Yeah, that's an amazing transition from boxer yes. to, to yes. healer. Did you start boxing as a kid? It was like I was sick of being bullied and slapped around uh, as a kid from home and then school. So it just got to a point in my life where I'd had enough. I had all this like fear and anger and I wanted to just go and channel it somewhere and uh, I walked into a gym and it gave me just that. I got the tumour because of the boxing. Out of the whole family, I, I did it to rebel because they were all into football and don't tell anyone but I can't stand football. <laughs> no, I decided I was going to rebel, put a pair of gloves on instead. And what was their reaction when you started boxing? I'd, I'd never, I wouldn't stick at it and I wouldn't uh, go anywhere and I ended up turning professional and had a good you know, 12 fights, 11 knockouts, so I was uh, doing really well, and that's when the tumour surfaced. But the path that I'm on now is what I should have been on. It's scary to be a fighter, it's a lonely, lonely, lonely journey, because you're, you're quite isolated, you isolate yourself, to how I'm focused. Whereas now, I, I don't have none of that in my life. I gave myself the disease, it was so stressful. And when you learned that you had the tumour, what were your first thoughts? I was devastated. More um, being told I could never box again was, was something. Um, I, I was going to be world champion, and that was my my aim. And I kind of didn't really have a concern or care how I got there. It was just that's what I was focused on. And then when someone said this is it, this is what you have to stop. It was I didn't know what to do. You know, at the, the beginning of my journey of cancer, they give me six weeks to live. It's 13 years on. I'm sitting here. So there are dark moments in our lives, but we can get through anything. Eight years ago, I couldn't read or write, so I taught myself to read and write, sit in places like this. And hopefully, the 16 years I've been travelling and, and journeying, I've put like I've got 16 books that hopefully can put together and hopefully one day publish. For those that couldn't read or write, like we can do it if you if you apply yourself in different areas. I was not good at school, but I watch people how they talk and how it's spelled. Is it just the school system that just wasn't working? Oh, the school I was in was working at an institute and it failed a lot of us. When I was going through life, I, I just thought it was my personal journey and then as we get older and people become more confident into sharing stuff, there was a lot more of us that didn't pass, didn't have no qualifications, couldn't read. So it was more a reflection of the school than it was us as an individual. You know, we all struggled. What was the moment where you're like, right, this is it, I've got to change things? 
kind of more sitting in my flat and I was procrastinating, I wanted to do this and I wanted to do that and it was fear that was stopping me, well I can't do this just because I can't read, I can't do that because I can't write, so it was like you know what, you can't keep going around saying I can't, 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 it was like yes you can, change my mindset and then that's when I walked down the journey of meditation and stuff and it just showed me a different way of life and it, it helped me believe in myself a little bit more and I was like you know what, no, I, I want to be a therapist so that's what I'm going to do. And how did you discover meditation? Where did that come from? It was just seeking peace and a nice balanced life. So I just traveled, internet, stuff like that. And it's a big part of my life now. It's an everyday practice. You've got to apply it to your life. It's not something that you can just switch on and off. You know, being mindful is a full-time job. I'm like the local Buddha. <laughs>